Welcome to the Not All Better Show. I'm Paul Vogelsang, and this is episode number 421. As part of our Smithsonian Associates Inside Science interview series, today's guest is neuroscientist Dr. R. Douglas Fields. Dr. R. Douglas Fields is an adjunct professor in the Neuroscience and Cognitive Science program at the University of Maryland College Park, and Dr. Fields will be presenting at the Smithsonian Associates program entitled The New Brain Science, How Brainwave Research is Shaping the Future, Wednesday, February 5th, 2020. For more details, please check our website or the Smithsonian Associates website via links at notold-better.com. What is as unique as your fingerprints and more revealing than your diary? Your brainwaves. Analyzing brainwaves has been possible for nearly a century, but neuroscientists are now widening their awareness of the wealth of information brainwaves can hold about who we are and that information's power. Neuroscientist R. Douglas Fields examines the current frontiers of the new brain science and what its research means for medicine, technology, and our understanding of ourselves. Dr. Fields explores how information drawn from brainwaves has the potential to reveal hidden signifiers of mental illness or neurological disorders, the role brainwaves can play in improving cognitive performance and health, and how they can be used to control devices from prosthetics limbs to fighter drones. Dr. Fields also looks ahead to the possibilities that future developments in brainwave research may open. Blue lights blink ominously on rows of black computers sealed inside a glass room. I walk past the supercomputer nerve center and proceed down an empty, dark corridor. Arriving at the door, I open it and enter a cavernous room painted entirely black. Twenty-four digital cameras stationed around the room pinpoint my every move. Two men stand up from behind a bank of computer screens. I know that by using their sophisticated instruments, they can eavesdrop on electrical transmissions flashing through my brain. The most intimate details of my mind are theirs to see. They can read my thoughts before I have them. They can watch my brain learn. They can glean my intelligence, my propensity for adventurism, identify telltale signatures of mental illness and neurological disorders, and predict my ability to learn specific types of material. Am I a good reader, bad at arithmetic, prone to depression, developing early stages of Parkinson's disease? These deeply personal insights into my mind are available to them and other brain scientists who are propelling a revolutionary leap in neuroscience that will transform our world. I've come to this place to meet these two neuroscientists and experience for myself how they can watch my brain learn by tracking my brain waves. There's no need to open my skull and stick electrodes into my brain to tap into my neural circuits. Electricity zipping through thousands of neurons deep inside my cerebral cortex creates electromagnetic waves of energy that penetrate my scalp. These electrical discharges can be picked up by touching a wire to my head and feeding the electrical signals from my brain through the wire into a computer. An electric brain, I'll take you to this and many other laboratories around the world to see this exciting new brain science currently unfolding and to trace back in time to the roots of this discovery. Brainwaves have always been surrounded by controversy, 
From the moment a reclusive German doctor in the 1920s discovered waves of electricity radiating out of the heads of his patients in a mental hospital, brainwaves sparked astonishment and deep intrigue. His secret experiments revealed that these cryptic electromagnetic emanations from the innermost workings of our mind change with our thoughts and mental state. Today we know that these bioelectric broadcasts expose the most intimate privacies, our conscious thoughts, our unconscious cognition, and the emotions stirring inside our brain. All of these profound developments transforming our future and our understanding of the brain are possible because the brain, unlike most bodily organs, operates by electricity. How is that remarkable discovery made? Who were the first people to discover brainwaves? What motivated them to pursue the bold idea that electromagnetic waves might propagate out of a person's head? What did they think they'd found? How did other science react? Why was the discovery of human brainwaves kept secret for years? Why are most people unaware of the name of the person who discovered them? And why was there no Nobel Prize for this work? The answers are found by unraveling a fascinating tangle of science and society that surround the electric brain. That, of course, is our guest today, Dr. R. Douglas Fields, reading from his new book, Electric Brain. Please join me in welcoming to the Not Old Better Show, Smithsonian Associates Inside Science Interview Series, via internet phone, Dr. R. Douglas Fields. Dr. Douglas Fields, welcome to the program. Thank you. It is a pleasure to talk to you. This is an exciting subject. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to just jump into this with you. And, and I wonder, though, if you'd tell us briefly about your upcoming Smithsonian Associates presentation. Sure. Well, it's a delight to be back at the Smithsonian. I uh, gave a book talk there in my first book, and it's a great audience and uh, a great cause. The people are very uh, curious and intelligent. Um, and I attend these talks as often as I can. Um, I want to tell the history uh, of brainwaves, their discovery, explain what brainwaves are. And this is a really fascinating and an untold story. But at the same time, brainwave research is science unfolding right now. So I want to separate the hype from, uh, you know, from uh, hype uh, from fact. And I want to relate this. <laughs> let me start over. I want to separate the uh, uh, facts, the facts from the myths, and uh, relate how this is an exciting moment in science. Really, this is controversy right now among scientists about what brain waves actually do. And so, I'd like to get that across to the audience. And I'm also finally going to finally uh, uh, relate many of the practical implications of brain waves, how they're used in diagnosing and treating diseases, and in improving cognitive function. I'll talk a bit about computer interface capabilities uh, between the mind and computers and how the mind and brain can be manipulated by stimulation and altering brainwaves in other ways. And finally, I'm going to try to record brainwaves from someone in the audience. Uh, I don't know. You know, I'm always uh, concerned about a demonstration, but I think I'm going to give it a try. <laughs> well, that sounds very interesting. Uh, just uh, uh, just fascinating, as I say. Your, your work is really um, going to be exciting to, to learn more about this. And so I, I wonder, because in my research, I found that brainwaves are almost as unique as fingerprints, but a brainwave can tell us even a more personal story uh, about each of us. And, and so I wonder if you'd describe what exactly is a brainwave first. Right. 
And, you know, there's so much uh, misinformation and superficial information in the popular press that it, that's one of my goals in this book is to get across a scientific understanding. It's not hard to understand, but there's a lot of misinformation in the popular press. Um, brainwaves are uh, oscillating waves of electrical activity in the cerebral cortex that arise from the synchronized firing of neurons. Um, and you can pick up these signals from the cortex because they, uh, they will penetrate through the skull and through the scalp. Um, it's thought that these waves of activity help couple populations of neurons uh, into functional assemblies uh, by sort of resonance. Um, now, people are very familiar with uh, brain waves, what they can do uh, in terms of uh, diagnosing diseases but uh, like epilepsy, but that's just... Um, just the tip of the iceberg. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you use the term uh, broadcasts. And so I'm, I'm interested then in, in kind of diving in here and finding out what information do our brain waves, these broadcasts, as you suggest, offer to neuroscientists such as yourself and then to us individually? Um, well, brain waves uh, come in many, are categorized in many different types. I'm sure um, your listeners know alpha, beta, theta, delta, for example. Um, but that's just characterizing in a, a gross way uh, the frequencies of these waves. These waves can be analyzed in many different ways by their frequencies, by their coherence, that is how different waves of activity in different parts of the brain interact. And through this analysis, scientists can uh, uh, diagnose neurological illnesses, uh, not just not just uh, um, diseases like uh, seizure and epilepsy, but including uh, mental illnesses. Uh, in addition, brainwave analysis is a powerful experimental tool for understanding how the brain works. What's really uh, fascinating to me, and this is the new work that's coming out, is how analyzing electrical activity in the brain is revealing individual unique cognitive abilities in people. And uh, this is also providing a new way to address mental and neurological conditions by altering brain waves without drugs. We are with neuroscientist Douglas Fields. Dr. Douglas Fields will be at the Smithsonian Associates program coming up here Wednesday, February 5th. And the title of his presentation is The New Brain Science, How Brainwave Research is Shaping the Future. Dr. Fields has written the excellent new book. We're going to get into this in just a moment, Dr. Fields, too. It's entitled Electric Brain, How the New Science of Brainwaves Reads, Minds, Tells Us How We Learn, and Helps Us Change for the Better. Dr. Fields, I wonder if you'd tell us, because you refer to this subject, too, kind of the myths, or maybe what we, what we commonly think of uh, about brainwaves. Tell us, tell us one of the myths that uh, are out there about brainwaves. Well, there are a lot, a lot of myths, and I think one of the common ones and, uh, is that uh, different types of brainwaves do specific things, have a specific function. For example, alpha waves boost creativity or some such thing. Um, that's just wrong and terribly simplistic. Brainwaves are much more complicated. They're interacting, complex interacting waves of electric energy and oscillations among populations of neurons. Um, in a way, brainwaves are not a thing. Brainwaves are, are a field of study, uh, much the way biochemistry is. And so I, I like to think of it uh, as if somebody asked, what does calcium do in the body? Well, you, you couldn't say that calcium did any one thing. And in the same way, you can't say a, a, 
theta wave or an alpha wave does any one thing. Thank you for that. Well, what have you learned that in your study and and uh, in your research into brain waves that maybe surprised you? Well, I, I, I like most people, were well aware of uh, brainwave analysis in epilepsy and other neurological disorders. Um, but the new research is advancing in brainwave analysis into psychological uh, and illnesses. But the most surprising thing for me was in how brainwave analysis and other mechanisms of analyzing electrical activity in the brain non-invasively can reveal how an individual's brain is wired. I mean, I had my brain waves measured for five minutes while I did nothing, had my eyes closed, let my mind wander, and the scientist could predict whether I could learn a foreign language easily or have trouble. So how our individual brains are wired uh, is very fascinating uh, that it's revealed by brain waves. But in addition to the biology, what I really uh, found surprising in doing this, in writing this book, was the interaction between science and society. I talk about the discovery of brain waves and, and the people who are involved. Many of their, their names are lost to history. It's tangled in with uh, World War One and Two and Nazis. Um, and is a case of a major discovery. Brain waves were discovered and reported in, in a major journal by Richard Caton. And nobody understood it. Nobody took notice. And it was forgotten for 50 years. That's fascinating about how science works, because that is probably happening today. Somebody's made a discovery and announced it today and nobody gets it. And, you know, uh, for those of us who live in this area, Richard Caton family um, established Catonsville, Maryland, up by BWI Airport. Uh, Yet nobody knows his name. He got no recognition. uh, And he made what is perhaps the most uh, important discovery in electrophysiology in in, in the last century. Well, your book, your excellent new book, Electric Brain, is getting a lot of recognition, and um, deservedly so. I, I have a copy of it. I'm, I'm excited to read through it. But in my, my research of you and of the book, you, you talk about this complicated story of the discovery of brainwaves, and, and even the exciting possibilities that are in store for us for, for in the areas of medicine and technology, and, and even ourselves. And so, where does the science take us? And maybe tell us two or three of the discoveries that, that are even yet to be realized. Well, I think uh, most fundamental breakthrough in brainwave analysis is determining, and the most, let me rephrase that. I think one of the biggest uh, discoveries that is being worked on intensively right now is determine whether brainwaves are fundamental or fumes. That is, are brainwaves actually involved in in the operation of, of, of cognitive function, or are they like the noise of an automobile engine? I don't think people realize that scientists right now are split down the middle and there's enormous controversy over that issue. And that uh, is something that's gonna be answered uh, in, in the near future. I think that this is gonna lead to a breakthrough, a fundamental breakthrough in understanding how our brain works at the most sophisticated level. I think the idea of, of viewing the brain in circuits like, you know, doorbells is just way too primitive. And um, this is going to really um, be a breakthrough in understanding the fundamental mechanisms of how the brain works. And the third is that I believe we will 
soon, we're already doing it to a great extent now, but in the future, we'll be able to fully exploit brainwave analysis for diagnosis and treatment of mental and neurological disorders. Using electricity, much like medicine uses biochemistry now to diagnose and treat bodily dysfunctions. So um, instead of telling your uh, problems to a psychiatrist on a couch, they'll do an EEG, measure your brain analysis and use brain activity and be able to come up with a very specific uh, diagnosis that will lead to a treatment. Um, I, I believe that's where we're going. That's fascinating. Dr. Douglas Fields, thank you so much for your time. This is really going to be an interesting subject to learn more about. Again, the title of Dr. Fields' presentation at Smithsonian Associates will be The New Brain Science, How Brain Wave Research is Shaping the Future. I know there's going to be a book signing at the presentation, but Dr. Fields, thanks so much for your time today, and we look forward to seeing you at Smithsonian Associates coming up. Well, thank you very much for having me on your program. My special thanks to Dr. R. Douglas Fields, who will be presenting at the Smithsonian Associates program entitled The New Brain Science, How Brainwave Research is Shaping the Future, Wednesday, February 5th, 2020. For more details, please check our website or the Smithsonian Associates website via links at natal-better.com. My thanks as well to the Smithsonian team for all they do to support the show, and to you, our wonderful Not Old Better Show audience. Remember, let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.